0: Obviously, across the Upper Midwest, you got legislative sessions that are underway, Minnesota, South Dakota, and right here in North Dakota. we got a lot of uh, uh, picking up, uh, I think, from last Friday on uh, uh, a variety of things, especially here in North Dakota. Uh, you know, there, there's some bills that caught my attention. There's some other things that, uh, well-intended perhaps, missing the mark, I think, but there, there's also things that you outdoors men and women are probably following along, something that I uh, certainly have throughout my time uh, following here on the radio and quite frankly being out in the state senate was you know when it comes to just ways to improve your your outdoor experience whether that's through funding whether that's through some policy changes and uh there was a bill that was uh, put on my radar last week from a lawmaker and uh it was about baiting uh, in north dakota you and i have had conversations about this uh throughout the last few weeks when it comes to you know population disease you know as far as tags go all of that well you know there's a bill that was introduced uh, to address some of that. And in fact it would be to uh prohibit some of the banning of baiting. Here to tell us about his bill that he introduces Representative Paul Thomas from District Six. That is out in the Velva area. Representative Thomas, I appreciate you taking time on such short notice. I know how crazy these days are. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Very thank good. You, thank you for having me on.
0: Well I appreciate you taking some time today. Explain in your words uh, what your what your bill's intent is and what it would do.
1: Sure. So so what the bill does is I mean, as you quite simply stated, it just removes the authority of the North Dakota Game and Fish to limit the use of bait for the lawful hunting of deer. Okay. So, so in essence, uh, throughout the state of North Dakota, any licensed deer hunter that uh, was pursuing, you know, game, whether that was bow and arrow, rifle, you know, whatever means, they would be lawfully able to use bait as a tool to draw that animal in closer, uh, Mm um, for a more ethical shot, um, or maybe, you know, like, so kind of the history or, you know, my, I myself have been a bull hunter for a number of years, um, fell in love with the sport and principally, I think a lot of people that do, um, you know, enjoy hunting, but they want to experience that opportunity to to be out in nature in, in more close proximity to the animals, um, that experience, whether you've got your little kids with you, whether you've got, you know, somebody that can't, you know, maybe they're an elderly that they're not able to go trek through the brush or the woods to pursue that hunt. Um, boy, what, what an experience that is. And, and once you've experienced that with, with yourself, your wife, your kids, your ailing parents, you know, you, you never want to see that opportunity lost and you don't want others
0: denied that opportunity either. Well, as somebody that does a uh, deer hunt uh, regularly. When I get a, a license and I get a, my tag drawn, which this was the first year, I, we all know that it's eventually going to happen. I've been pretty lucky this year. I wasn't drawn, so I, I didn't get to experience that. And yeah, you're right, uh, Representative. I missed it, you know. I, and then getting all the photos from those that were able to go out and harvest. Yeah, there's a little, a little bit of jealousy out there. But uh, you know, because when what you're describing, I understand. You know, there's a there's a rock yeah. pile. Yeah and 2K2 where where we hunt, and boy, that slew just feels like it's a little far away. Uh, You know, at times, uh, you know, if it would just be a little, uh, you know, uh, easier of a shot, so to speak. Uh, I'm curious with some of the bands out there. Now, you know, where, and I'm fortunate as well, uh, where I I hunt, uh, it's with the owner of that land. Um, They haven't baited, and I'm not sure if it's legal or illegal where we're at right now. Uh, I'm curious, out in Velva, where you hunt, is it currently illegal to, to do the baiting?
1: Yeah. So, so this hit kind of home for me two years ago. Um, while I was actually out in, in my first session, um, that is when my unit I'm three, four. that's my unit kind of Canadian border all the way down to highway 52. It's a large geographical unit. Um, the baiting band came into place. I had known about it before and, but it was kind of one of those things, Tyler, it's out of sight, out of mind, yeah. you know, when it, when it doesn't affect you, what do you care? Well, it, When it hit hit my district and the hunters in my district, they, you know, we all became very concerned with it. And and once, you know, I became aware of it at that time, uh, I set up multiple meetings with game and fish and, uh, area sportsmen. And we sat down and and really, really made an attempt between last session and this session to see if there was, uh, you know, some common ground that we could reach, or if there was some place that, that where both both sides of this issue could find a way to make it work and and it just it just came down to that this is one of those issues where one side's gonna have it their way and the other side isn't it's in mm. it and there's no fault i don't think i'm not claiming any blame i think it's just one of those things that there it's not really a middle ground area
0: sure and, and uh, full disclosure we've had uh, north dakota game and fish on when it comes to some of the spread of the disease which i i from all i understand representative sure. thomas is you know that that's their concern is we've had chronic wasting disease that that spread a little bit just uh, uh ehd which forgive me i don't remember what the acronym in fact stands for that's more common probably southwest north dakota spreading out to this part of the state i think up in grand forks we had some landowners uh, say yeah we found like 50 50 deer that are just randomly dead out here that spread of disease seems to be the biggest concern during those meetings uh, with Game and Fish that you were able to, to host, did they address any of that as far as the science behind why they don't want baiting to be a part of the equation?
1: Well, Tyler, one thing that, that's very important to understand there, so there's EHD, so which is often called blue tongue, is yeah. totally different from CWD, right. chronic wasting mm-hmm. disease. Blue tongue is kind of a year-by-year year thing. You know, you, you're going to have that year, like you said, last year drought, um, yeah. during the drought year, where you're going to see an explosion of that. Well, that doesn't, that's not a disease that, that is long-term carried or passed from one to another. So chronic wasting disease is a little different. Chronic wasting disease is a disease that is, um, as you know, I, this is the science that they have behind it, is it's spread through saliva, feces, and urine of deer. And so the Game and Fish believes that if you use bait, you're going to have more deer congregating in the same spot and you're going to, you're going to increase the chance of saliva being, you know, in that location and thus increase the chance of deer, um, you know, transmitting that amongst themselves, which, you know, in theory, um, certainly I don't think I am, I'm not here to dispute that theory. I think one thing though we need to recognize is CWD is not a fast spreading disease. And so far in North Dakota, they have one documented death from CWD that a deer had. So one deer has been documented in the state of North Dakota to ever die from CWD. Now there's certainly deer that carry the disease, you know, hunters turn in their, their annual harvest and the game and fish monitors that. So they're monitoring, you know, where CWD is at, where it's being found, what the numbers are. But to date uh, from what the game and fish has told us is there's only one deer that has died from CWD. So from my basis, the risk of that disease affecting our herd health, we're just not seeing it. And until we start seeing that, we we don't want to be limiting the opportunity for outdoor enthusiasts. And and as the Game of Fish will say, CWD isn't something that's going to all of a sudden be like each EHD. It's not going to be, oh, we got it in 200 deer, and then the next year we got 10,000 it's very, very slow, the progression of that, at least from what they've seen from other states. So I think it's it's certainly prudent mm-hmm. to continue to be aware of the disease and watch what's going on in our deer herd health, but not at the risk of losing hunter opportunities.
0: Well, and you mentioned outdoor enthusiasts, and I know anytime there's legislation on like this offered, that they get enthusiastic to go out there and share their story uh you know whether good or bad otherwise has this bill had a hearing yet representative uh the hearing is this friday in the house house energy and natural resource committee
1: so um you know people that want to submit testimony you know no matter what side of the issue on i guess encourage you to do that um online testimonies available and uh you know certainly you know it's our it's our belief and i think i have a lot of sportsmen's sportsmen coming out, you know, to provide testimony of, of what, you know, how valuable this is. And I know some of the, um, hunting groups, uh, that work with the disabled and the veterans really are strong supporters
0: of this as well. Sure. You know, and there's a lot of those groups that do a lot of great work. In fact, we've helped uh, them do some fundraising over the course of the last few years. Representative Thomas, I know you, uh, you got some things coming up here shortly. Final question I have for you. Did you harvest a deer this year? Were you one of the lucky ones?
1: I did not harvest the deer this year. I have a I, so I do have a, a twenty-year-old and a twenty-two-year-old son that are avid deer hunters, and we always prioritize uh, them getting their takes filled first. And, sure. and they, you know, they were fortunate, and we just didn't need another freezer in the box. But you know, you know, just as we started this conversation out at the end of the day it's really more about that hunt and that experience with your family and those memories than it is about the harvest at least for me and I think it is for a lot of sportsmen and I just I just can't say how thankful I am that I have a couple sons that enjoy doing that and being out in the outdoors with me and and I and I don't want other people to ever be denied that opportunity sure
0: representative Thomas I appreciate it we're gonna be following along with this bill and we'll be in touch soon all right you take care until then all right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Representative uh, Paul Thomas, again, District 6, out in the Velva area. Your thoughts. Should the Game and Fish in North Dakota be allowed to ban baiting of deer, knowing that the reasoning behind it is because of the spread of disease? Uh, if you're on hold, you stay there. i got to get to some of these messages. Paul, you're first out of the gate, 237-594. We're coming back to you right after this here on Afternoons Live. My way to my favorite